advice you probably shouldn't listen to, but you're listening to it anyway. You know, the couch critics. Messy stories, messy life. <laughs> you know, the couch critics. The one time I tried it, I literally had to have like a moment with Christ, after, <laughs> and it, nothing even went in. You know, my my <laughs> podcast pillow princess. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Couch Critics. I'm Cosmic. And I'm Dakota, and I am so excited for today's episode. I feel like I start every single podcast episode by saying that. We do. But it's true. And <laughs> so today, we're going to be doing like, I don't even know how to describe it. Basically, it's just like, what happens behind the scenes and like, community drama but also like relationship drama and how mm-hmm. those two can like tie together and I feel like this mm-hmm. is a really interesting like behind the scenes look and recently I I mean just to put it out on the table I know for the most part the subscribers the fans they don't care about the drama they're just here to jerk their chickens and go mm-hmm. um but if you do care this episode is for you mm-hmm yeah, I think that's a good disclaimer. I was thinking about doing that too, just because I know some people honestly don't want to know or they don't care. But I know there's some people out there who probably do. And like, they're very curious because this is a very interesting industry. It's very relational. It's not cut and dry. And, you know, like we're not actually connecting with each other. We are. And there's a lot of ins and outs, <laughs> no pun intended, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that come from like creating connections that even lead leads to collabs and then stuff that happens after and then you know especially over the span of years the variety of experiences that you have um it can be a beautiful and like messy place honestly depending on the company you keep so it's an interesting topic i think yeah most definitely and i think as a new model i had no idea everything that was going on behind the scenes and i think it's okay to shed a light on that um mm-hmm. And it's like, it's kind of off-putting how well things are hidden in a weird way. Because I feel like it's kind of like, I hate to make this comparison because they're light years apart, but Mm -hmm. like Hollywood and like all the things that happen in Hollywood that suddenly Mm -hmm. come out, it's like, oh my gosh, you'd have no idea. Mm -hmm. It's very similar in the community where you find out things about people and you're like, I would have had no idea that they were like that or that would have happened at this collab and I think that it's so true this could be our own little version of what happens behind (laughs) the scenes it's so true though I was thinking that too like you know we all I mean besides you and I because apparently we want to post our worst moments also online but (laughs) I feel like very often you only see the best moments and so it's a very specific you're only seeing what people want you to see. But when you are at a collab or when you have relationships with people, you see it all and you experience a lot. And I don't know, I I feel like that's exactly it. Obviously, we're not Hollywood. We're not saying we're Hollywood, but there's a lot under the surface that people don't see. And yeah, this can be therapeutic for us too. But I also agree. I think I want to look at this in the scope of new models and things we wish we knew because I also didn't know any of this was happening. And I think it would have helped me a lot if I knew this kind of stuff even happened. Yeah, yeah. And I think I would have been better prepared with how I went into collabs and what I shared about myself. And I think 
that I'm so sorry, Victor's going to make weird noises this entire episode because I'm currently eating and he (laughs) is very food driven. Um, But anyways, I think I would have gone into collabs. You know, my mistake was that viewing this community and who you work with as there, everyone's going to be your friend. And that naivety. (laughs) Yes has screwed me over more times than I can count and it is just a tough lesson that you have to learn when you start in this community it's in the weirdest way it is like high school but also nothing like high school at the same time there's clicks Mm -hmm. there is just the mean girls there's people that don't like you just for simply existing Mm -hmm. and at the same time it's nothing like high school because with high school, you kind of like, or just school in general and social networks, like you go into it, like knowing that some people could be your friend. And in this community, someone can fully pretend to be your friend just to gain things from you. And maybe that happens in social networks. I guess I'm not a part of many, Um, (laughs) but yeah. I don't really think so. I think the stakes are higher for us and people in this industry to be used because we have things that they want to use. We have platforms, we have, I guess, experience, and it is really hard. Like, yeah, people will fully say, like, they love you, they care about you, and literally not give a shit because they want to be on your OnlyFans or they want whatever. And you know what I feel? I would rather that I would respect this so much more. Pretend we've never met each other. Okay. Hey Dakota, I just want <laughs> okay, I would never do this, but like <laughs> I just like I just want to use you as a business contact. I have no interest in being your friend. I'm not gonna be fake to you. Do you want to collab together? Like I would rather that than pretending like they actually care to use me for my platform, whatever they're gaining from me, and then be like, oh yeah, drop you, you never existed, you're dead to me. Like that is really wild to experience. And I think you and I, we've talked about this, we're so similar where when we're not best friends after a collab, we're like, what do you mean? We sucked each other's toes, what do you mean? We're getting married Mm -hmm. now, like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you mean? You're literally gonna be my bridesmaid, like the fuck? We're so Uh, bonded. You think I just do the straighty bun? Um, Well, I will say that, like, I kind of had a similar experience recently. I'm so sorry about Victor. Um, (laughs) I had a similar experience recently where I kind of did that, where, like, I went into it not, like not expecting friendship like the first time ever I went to a collab and did not expect friendship and I was on the other side of that where the person was fully expecting friendship and when we had a falling out and everything um like uh I'm so sorry like I just it's okay it's a whole long thing it's no that is it's very interesting because I feel like you even going about that collab that way is probably because of the experiences you had for years prior to where you tried it the other way I'm I'm assuming and it hurt you or it didn't work well and so like was was this the first time you went into a collab with that mindset yeah it was the first time that I realized like oh people aren't viewing 
collapse as friendships and mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing that too. I'm going to just work with people and if we vibe, we vibe and if we don't, we yeah. don't. We just won't work together again and that's okay. And mm-hmm. the person ended up getting really, really mad at me because I didn't want to be their best friend and mm-hmm. like what ended up happening was um, we had a falling out because I basically told them, like, I just, I don't really want to be friends with you, but I'm down to, like, stay cordial and everything. And, you know, it's okay. I don't have to be friends with everyone. And they just got really, really mad about that. And I don't even know how much Mm -hmm. I want to reveal about how happened, what happened after that. But Mm -hmm. from my perspective, I believe my name is getting dragged through the mud in like social circles behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I woke up one day to being blocked and everything um, just because I told someone I didn't want to be their friend. And like, that was really hurtful because for the first time ever, I was like trying to do the right thing and mm-hmm. be authentic and just be honest with how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And for someone to take that negatively, cause like, I'm like you where I would prefer someone to be like, hey, I don't really want to be your friend, but I'm down to work with you. And I Mm -hmm. think we have good chemistry on camera. Like, Mm -hmm. that's literally what I did. And for that Mm -hmm. to like, backfire and to end up getting to end up getting blocked on everything. And now finding out that like, she's talking really negatively about me just because I said my true feelings that was really hurtful. And something that's like, lingered in the back of my head for a while because I thought I was doing the right thing for once I mean I I think you were I just want to say thank you for sharing that I think you were and still are doing the right thing by being honest and upfront and I think she's the type of person that would have preferred I guess you to just pretend and be fake and that's I guess she's allowed to want that and but I don't know why you would want fake people around you. Like I, that is not, I don't know. I almost worry about the type of people that like want that around them at all, you know, because yeah. And honestly, in this industry, that is such a nowhere road because like everyone will be fake to you if you don't be authentic about who you are. And even if you do, it doesn't fucking matter. But, um, Anyway, what I was going to say, the difficult thing about the whole dragging your name through the mud is I feel like that is a very, I mean, I guess it does happen in high school where people talk shit about you afterwards, but in this industry, that is so harmful to our jobs. There is people who literally try to turn fans against you and people who have been fans for years. And that is another level of hurt. It's like, okay, yeah, you are mad that I didn't want to be your friend. I, that's whatever. But then to drag your name through the mud, years of you building rapport and relationships genuine with these people. I can only hope that the people who hear that, though, know. They know you. They've known you for how long? And you've always been authentic and genuine with your fans, with models. And I can only hope that cuts through the bullshit. I really, really do. Yeah. Like, if someone's opinion of me is swayed because one person had, like, a from their perspective, like a really bad, really, uh, situation with me, you know, I can only hope that that person see, knows me enough to not be cited or persuaded by that. It's like Um, the riddance if they believe that. Yeah. And like, that's kind of 
that's kind of what I, what process I've had to go through of mm-hmm. being like, okay, well, you've been like a fan of mine and we've talked so much through the past, like, I don't know, four years. Mm-hmm. And your opinion of me is swayed by one person that says these things about me. Then why? Because then you never knew me in the beginning. You never yeah. actually understood who I was um, in the first place. It's so true. That's how I would feel. That's how I would take it personally. But it's really sad. And so again, you know, circling back to that new model advice, I would absolutely encourage every new model to go into collabs with clarity and communication. And also the thing with friendships is like, they might happen from a collab, they might not, they might happen before a collab where you're really vibing and then you collab and the vibes are fucking terrible. And you never talk again that all of these are possibilities or you're really vibing, you collab, you vibe even more, you die in each other's arms. Like everything is a possibility. (laughs) No, seriously. And like, I, I used to come into collabs with that perspective where I was like, okay, like everyone's going to be my friend and just like, we're going to, we're going to literally die in each other's arms. And, you know, and I feel like that's the perspective she had as well. And that's why I'm like, not very like angry towards her anymore is because she was under the perspective that I was under, you know, Mm -hmm. a few years ago. And that's why I felt like I was doing the right thing where I was just like told her the truth because no one ever told me that. No one ever said, listen, I don't want to be your friend. You either get ghosted or you get fucking burned. Like, that's it. Like, seriously. Imagine if she was your friend for, you know, like a year and then all of a sudden that happened and you guys talked every fucking day. That would hurt a lot. I don't I don't want to like you know, say this, but I feel like that would hurt a lot more than you being straight up from the very beginning and saying, yeah, I that that's not what I'm looking for from this. Like, it's just not, you know, like that. And yeah, you're right. I can have empathy for that as well as a baby cause also had that perspective where I'm like, mm-hmm. here we go. Like best, all my new best friends are here. Mm-hmm. And then you fucking, you my, like, it happened pretty quick for me. I think I had really good collabs and then I started doing group collabs and that's where shit hit the fan. That's where you have a mix of, you know, all of us, have strong personalities, whether we're strong and we're chill or whether we're strong and we're just like, come on, like we're all alpha bitches. So Mm -hmm. it's it's like the real housewives of like the foot world. It's a (laughs) lot going on. Yeah. So that was like my first clash, but I definitely can have empathy for someone being in that space where you're, you still believe like the you guys are all going to be best friends forever, like Sex in the City style. But unfortunately, it's very rare that that happens. And that's why, and honestly, it just makes me so grateful when it does happen because I have gone, you know, I've gone through a lot in the community in regards to friendships and breakups. And you just have to be appreciative when you have it because it's so rare. It really is. Like, yeah, I mean, Seriously, and I think I was taking a naive approach in the beginning because, like, think about all the people you meet throughout your life. Like, are you best friends with all of them? Are you best friends with all your coworkers? No, why would it be any different in this Mm -hmm. community? And I don't, I think what tripped me out is because when you see videos and bloopers and stuff like that from Mm -hmm. an outside perspective on social media, as a model that's never been to a collab, you see that and you think it's real. And given Mm -hmm. a lot of it is real, those are Mm -hmm. authentic moments, Mm -hmm. but 
just because that blooper and you had good chemistry filming doesn't mean that they're best friends and it gives the perspective that they are. Mm -hmm. And so as a fan or just as a model that's ever been to a collab, I saw that stuff and I was like, wow, I can't wait to go one of those because Mm -hmm. it's going to be all, you know, rainbows and cupcakes. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah the thing with bloopers too is like the interesting thing is it is that way for that moment like you said but then when you stop or depending on who you're working with like i've definitely worked with people like you where it's the same whether we're filming whether we're you know so it but again that's rare i would say one i mean it's gonna be depressing maybe two out of ten models that you work with you're like really gonna like that's a very low number but it's rare. It's rare for it to be so good all the time. There's hiccups, like you said, in every relationship, every social dynamic, every group setting. Um, but so, yeah, and that that my na- my naivety, however you say that word, came from as well having like a, a really good first collab and it being so natural. And then I was like, oh, shit, this isn't how it always goes. It's not always this comfortable with someone. And yeah. And then honestly, I fucked up. Then I kind of like went off on like a weird journey of my life and I made bad decisions. Um, <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> I made bad decisions. Uh, who does it these days? Um, I mean, you learn from your mistakes and that's the biggest part of it all. But like just to view a collab from an out- outside perspective, you were taking two to 10 models from different walks of life mm-hmm. and throwing them in the house together. And hoping that everyone gets along. Yeah. It's it's so rare. Has there been I, I think the summer the first summer collab you planned was the least drama I think there's ever been at a collab. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there was still a tiny bit. <laughs> I yeah, there was and it I think it was um I think we were the drama. We were are we the drama? Are we the drama? You know, it's funny is that was our first time meeting and we had a little tiff. The first collab that we had together, first time we ever met, I, and this is who I am, and this is me being vulnerable, I fully was like really hurt because this is, I knew we had good chemistry and I knew that we would look really good together on camera and we had filmed maybe like two or three videos together at the time or like maybe I think it was like one or two yeah yeah and I was feeling really frustrated and my best friend was at that collab too so I remember I was fully bitching about Cosmic to my best friend and I was like I don't know why she doesn't want to work with me like I know we would be look really good together like I don't see like why is she doing this and I was really can I say can I say from my perspective? So then I was like bringing up the lights and I walk into a room and you know that feeling where like you can feel the energy where people were talking about you. It's so, like walk in with the lights and it was like, it's like, there's a few girls in the room. Like there was, and I just like sat down right in front of you. because I was like, what are we talking about? And then I was like, oh wait, like it's about me. Mm-hmm. But it was so funny. Like I, I felt it. It was the, like the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So I fully... Uh, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm caught, like, whatever. <laughs> so then I think you left, and I was like, no, because I'm going to stand on business. And I went and found you, and I was like, this is what I was talking about. I said mm-hmm. this, this, and this. Because, listen, one thing about me, I will talk shit, but I will stand by it. And so, yeah, yeah I've always yeah, been that no, totally. person. 
Um, yeah, we went to the the biggest bedroom and you and I just had a moment and you communicated how you felt. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even like it. I didn't even realize I was doing that. And mm-hmm. I feel like after that, it was fine. It was just like the in-between moment of us not yeah. talking about that. Yeah. I don't know why. And I'm working on just confronting people about my feelings. Um, but that was our little drama moment um, <laughs> during that first collab. But yeah, that was probably the- and it was like a, bl- a tiny, it was like a blip. So it was tiny. I mean, like, look at us now. It was like a scuttling. It wasn't that big deal. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the first- uh that was the first time I was at a collab really because at that point I'd only collabed with my best friend mm-hmm. um so that was I, like so sorry but as like because the first collab went so smoothly and that one little tiff was like resolved immediately mm-hmm. I was also under the impression that like all collabs would be like that yeah, because the chemistry at that collab was amazing. The Among Us game, like everyone was on our level of like wanting to be weird. And like, I don't know, that's like rare, I feel like for that energy to be like everyone, like we, everyone had the same energy. We all felt so safe with each other. We were doing like tarot readings and mm-hmm. I don't know that I feel like the vibes were really so good. Um, But I was, what was I going to fuck there was something I was going to say, but I forgot. It's okay. It'll come back to me. Um, but yeah, that was a really good experience. And honestly, I needed that one because the collab I had right before that was like really fucking difficult. And so I was nervous about about the big summer one, but I was excited as well. Um, that's what I was going to say. So when you took me into the room and you said like, you know, that you were feeling, for lack of a better word, left out, you wanted to film with me more. I just remember being like, really? You want to film with me? Like I have such Mm -hmm. a weird view of myself that I was so surprised. And I think I've told you before where I'm just like, you are so cool to me that I'm like, you know, that gif with um, what's his name? And he has like a backwards hat and he has like a skateboard and he's like, Hey kids, what's his name? Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I feel. (laughs) Yes. That's how I feel with you. Like, I'm just like, Hey, (laughs) Mm, I was not cool at that first collab. Like, Oh gosh. None of us were, dude. I was, I was looking at those pictures and I, that was my like fake lash era and it looked so bad. It literally looked like huge feathers on me. Oh my gosh. No one told me. No one told me. And my hair was so greasy. No one's like, do you know what dry shampoo is? Like no (laughs) one, no one told me. (laughs) No one told me anything either because like, well, that collab is also funny because I think some people know this lore about the first collab, but there's someone had a like, what was it? Like 12 inch dildo. And oh the my first fucking god. Literally, the okay, first evening on. we got there. Okay, let me set the scene a little bit for the people. Um, this is, again, my first real collab with anybody. And I don't, I like being funny. I like, yeah. I like, I just want to, you know, be funny, whatever. <laughs> Someone had like a 12 inch massive dong that they brought out. And we were all just like, first night there, we're all talking, we're joking about the dildo whatever <laughs> i'm like fuck it let me put it on my fucking forehead and it stayed it fully stayed on my forehead it suction cupped to that bad boy we had we have pictures right of it staying mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure okay, yeah. me looking like a unicorn with this massive fucking dildo <laughs> on my forehead and i like take it off and everyone just looks at me and goes <gasps> and i'm like what 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 and they're like your forehead is purple and i fully had bruised my forehead purple first fucking first day i felt so bad but it was such a moment like everyone you got the laughs you know like you had your moment like you got a standing ovation but then immediately it was like 
oh my fucking god like mm-hmm. did did the makeup even cover it i don't know no. i don't oh my god it's there like, was like a, it was a hickey yeah it was fully like a hickey on my forehead <laughs> and i i remember the one of the girls there is like really good at makeup and i like went down the first day and i was like please like help me and like she's like three skin tone shades darker than me so her makeup it i literally like walked around like an oompa loompa and it was <laughs> oh like it was like three shades darker on my forehead but then the the bruise still like sh- like showed it was so bad i felt so bad for you because like especially i mean even at, at a collab if some if like your hair isn't if you're not having a good hair day that affects you you're kind of in a bad mood so like to imagine having a huge fucking purple it was literally like this big like okay wait it was like that big yeah it was, it was huge massive and i like, felt so bad for you <laughs> i know it was, it was really bad i don't know what i was thinking um i do i have a question if there wasn't anything else you were going to say on the hickey topic no there's that's that's it <laughs> so from all the experience that you've had now because you've done collabs where the primary focus on who you're inviting is like genuine connections and like you know people you really trust and you've done collabs where you're more focused on like stats and numbers and stuff Mm -hmm. what do you think is like the i don't know how to word it do you think there's a better do you think there's a right way to do it basically when you're planning a collab should you go for the genuine connections or should you go for the stats but maybe the connection won't be there i would say that it definitely depends on who you are as a person but where i am in my life and the experiences i've had with working with other people now i am at just the stage in my life where I don't want to work with someone unless we have genuine chemistry mm-hmm. because I've, I've done it for numbers and I've, I can mask, I can mask, I can pretend that I'm like, you know, we're, we're best friends on camera. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. It's I so, am tired. Yeah. And honestly, I've never walked away from a video where I have had to fake a connection like that and been extremely proud of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's so true. Yeah. Like I've just never, I've never felt that way. And what makes me happy and feeling accomplished is when I walk away from filming a video feeling like it was the best thing ever. And I can only really do that with people I genuinely have connections with. Um, mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, it's, I think everyone should work with people for the numbers thing. And I know that sounds kind of shallow, but it puts, it, it gives you the proper mindset and gives you the acting capabilities you're going to need in the future. Like it is just such a good stepping stone. It almost like forces you to raise your own bar when you work with someone who might, who, in a lack of a better term, who is above you, you rise up to that level. I don't know what what phenomenon this is from collabs, but it really does like grab you and inspires you and lifts you up to that level. It's really, so I completely agree. Yeah, it just, it makes it, you learn so much from collabs that you, you, I don't even know how to say it. Like you just, Mm -hmm. you learn so much from being around all these amazing women that like can carry their own and can Mm -hmm. like fully change personality as soon as that (laughs) camera turns on. That is inspiring. And, and like, once you see that, you're like, I want to do that too. And I think it's really good for newer models to like witness that firsthand. Mm -hmm. 
And um, again, like just working with, even if you don't vibe with them, there is so much you can learn from working with each person. If Mm -hmm. you only work with people you have chemistry with, yeah, but I don't feel like you're boosting Mm -hmm. yourself. You're not setting yourself Mm -hmm. up for longevity because you're just doing the same thing over and over again. You're not really learning anything. Right. Yeah. That's like the, it's, it's really interesting. Cause I feel the same way They're Like, of course it, it's more fun to work with people who you have the genuine connections with. It's easier. There's nothing worse than like walking away from a really difficult collab. And then there's all this drama happening and then you have the mental fatigue going on. You have the emotional, you know, fucking pain on top of that and then you still have to talk to them and be like so are we dropping a video on tuesday like that is that sucks that sucks um but it happens <laughs> but yeah. at the same time yeah i agree too you also need the other side of the coin and it i don't know teaches you lessons i guess <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i would honestly if i were to go back and do anything different which i wouldn't but like let's just say like advice for new models Mm-hmm. don't go into any collab thinking you're going to become friends with any of them because chances are like think about all the people I've worked with and I'm not like close to like mm-hmm. chances are you're not and that's okay mm-hmm. but if it happens it happens and like like you said earlier it just makes it so much more special when it does mm-hmm. um but just go go there to learn like that's mm-hmm. that's what collabs are really about to me at this point is just learning yes um you know, how other people operate, how they film, just Mm -hmm. there's so many different things you can learn from somebody else. If you just sit back and observe and you're not, if you're not like in a weird way, if you're going and searching for friendships and wanting to bond with everybody, you almost miss the opportunity to learn everything that you You could be learning because you're hyper-focused on becoming best friends with this one person. You're Mm -hmm. missing the three girls in the other room that are doing things that you've never done before that are just like just sit back and observe watch and if you connect with somebody you connect with somebody but I love that that's so true and like you know you see it sometimes too where it's very clear people are doing that and I feel like a lot of connection does come from like sharing those genuine moments where you're like oh my god I've never like I feel like I don't I can't recall a specific moment but I know there's been moments where you and I were like watching a model perform and we were just in the room and we're like oh my god like it was just amazing like those connections happen naturally too like in that environment and it's also a good way to gauge like the models that are on your level too because a model who wants to sit in the room and watch that happen so they will learn and soak it up like a sponge and Mm -hmm. or offer to film whatever like that tells you like you know the people you would vibe with because if that's important to you and that's important to someone else like boom that's that's you know you're on a good page there um and yeah i mean i think maybe some people do just want to go to clubs for friendships and stuff and i get that but like the tough thing is that everyone's not just going there for friendships i would say most people are going there as a work moment i mean except for you know there's there's certain scenarios where they're not but Mm-hmm. most cases that's what they're going there for so you're gonna be disappointed if you go in with that expectation yeah, yeah. and like that's kind of like I guess my only regret is not going to some of these collabs with the perspective to learn like mm-hmm. I think I was just so excited to get out of the house and like meet people that I was like oh my god like <laughs> um especially because of like when I was doing these like way bigger collabs I was like still in like the like the the naive stages of like this Mm -hmm. job where I was just like so excited and like you guys were all like and still are like 
role models to me and Mm -hmm. like stars. And so I was just so overwhelmed with that, that I was just like, I want all these like really cool, hot women to be my friends (laughs) and not really thinking like, oh, I should be learning from them because like Mm -hmm. I could be in their shoes one day. Um, and I, and also it's really difficult when you have a role model, someone you look up to and you adore, and then you meet them and things go bad. That's really difficult. And then like the role model thing kind of goes out the window and you're just like, well, fuck, maybe I should have just enjoyed watching them from afar and not like realizing because it affects then my ability to enjoy content too. Like when I know certain things about certain models, it's like difficult. Mm -hmm. And like, gosh, uh, yeah. And then like everyone, I think we've touched on this on past episodes as well. It's just like sometimes like people that portray themselves online are very different to who they are in person and that's okay wish I had the power to be different than I am I I show up authentically just because I don't have the energy to do anything else so it's such a mixed (laughs) bag it's so mixed there there's people who are literally you they could it's like when I met you I was like I feel like I'm watching your Instagram story like it you are that way in real life and then there's people who are like totally different and you don't know till you Till you are at the collab, even in group um, planning texts and stuff, you can't tell. So it's, yeah, you don't know till you get there. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And like, that was also just really shocking for me. Um, yeah. Is like meeting people that are completely different than who they portray online and like, like nothing against them whatsoever, mm-hmm. because like, that's really cool that you're able to like keep up that like um personality too mm-hmm. and like have that um like fine tune like portrayal of like who you want to put out like that is that takes a different level of talent that I just don't have because I'm tired yeah. but- I honestly sometimes I wish I had that ability to do that because I think it cuts different when people like if they insult you for your personality it's like well I don't have another one. So, you know, like it hurts. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like if I was able to do that, like no hate comment would get to me because I'd be like, haha, that's not even me. That's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a Um, persona. Yeah. And like that, that is protection in a weird way from like all the hate comments and everything. Um, So, yeah, but I will say like that was like eye opening to me as well because I didn't even think that that was possible. Um, Mm -hmm. What? The difference? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, nothing against anyone that can do that. It was just very shocking to me. Um, and like, well, and yeah, you go yeah. into it expecting one, one person or whatever. And then you, yeah. And it can also be in a great way where you're like, oh my God, I didn't know. Like there was all this to this person, you know, in a good way too, for sure. But it is not how you and I approached this. And so I, it's totally interesting to experience that. It's like, okay. And you kind of have to adjust on the fly to like, you know, the differences of being in person. Mm -hmm. So, um, I kind of want to grab, I have like little notes and everything about this, but I was curious to know, like, as someone that's been in the community a lot, and I feel like you've done a lot more collabs than me. Um, you mentioned, that like you could have a falling out with someone but then you're messaging them on Tuesday to like see if you're uploading a video. What is that like to have to do that? Well, I mean it's not fun. It sucks. It's yeah. not ideal. It's not ideal, but the thing is is like 
depending on how bad the falling out is, you know, everyone worked so hard on the content that was created. And so like, I think it's important to try to get that out no matter what. Mm -hmm. But there's also been times or things I've heard about where people are like, no, I'm not releasing this. I'm not putting this person on my platform. And I, I think to be honest, if a falling out happened to me now, I would have done it that way to be totally honest. But before when shit happened, I didn't know what I knew now. So I was like, yeah, okay, we'll still release stuff. And then finally, when they're released, then I can, you know, then we're done with each other. Um, but I think I do agree that giving someone your platform, putting them on your platform is the ultimate vouching for a creator. And so if they treated you poorly, if they did whatever, and they're still on your platform, you know, you could be misleading models to think, oh my God, they worked with Dakota, like they must be upstanding, you know, models that I can trust or would treat me good or whatever. And um, so, yeah, it's weird. There's a lot of dynamics for sure with that. Yeah. And I feel like that's another complicated thing about collabs is like, you don't know what this person represents or what they do behind mm -hmm. the scenes until you meet them in person um, or maybe even later than that. Um, so that could just be a scary thing going into collabs like yeah. you think this person is trustworthy you think that this person you know represents the thing same things that you represent right. and then you find out later like oh this person i don't want to like you know post them at all yeah. and that's and really difficult yeah you don't want them. your name attached to them and mm -hmm. you know what sucks is i feel like a lot of these the people in the community um fans mainly they have like the memories of like a fucking elephant you know where they just like <laughs> they never forget anything mm -hmm. um and that can make things difficult especially when you you have a falling out with someone that maybe you were close to for a while Ugh, and they and ask they every day ever bring <laughs> up that person yeah and it's like oh what happened to you and so and so and it's just mm -hmm. like motherfucker like because i'm the type of person like if we have a falling out i'm going to pretend that you died I'm going yeah. to yeah. block you on everything and I will never think about you again. And Same. that's just how I cope. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's healing. It never happened. It's the, the scene in men in black with the little <laughs> memory thing. Like that's what I, that's what I need to do yeah. to just move forward. And it's so hard to do in this community because forever your name is attached to one person. And it's, yeah. it's really, really hard to just move on. And yeah. that's the worst part about any falling out in this community is it's that so true. you feel like you can, at least for me, I feel like I can never fully move on because mm -hmm. there will always forever be that reminder. Um, yeah. And there's like, it in a weird way, it like reopens the wound. Um, 100%. I remember yeah. I used to be afraid to like go live. I didn't go live for like probably eight months because I was just so afraid that people were going to be commenting things like that. And if I was live, I felt like I couldn't not answer it, I guess. And so it really does kind of follow you. And then it does bring it back up again. It's like a scab. And it's like you picked a scab and you're like, oh, great. Like this is I'm trying to move on with my life. I'm trying to forget this even happened or heal from this or whatever. And I totally agree. It's the worst part. So I feel like a PSA. If a creator is no longer following a model that they used to work with, if they are no longer liking their content, and if they're not posting them, I can bet my bottom dollar shit went down and they don't want to be asked about it. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not going to ask about your divorced wife, you know, like 
Right, exactly. And it, it, it it's true. It, it is that. And it's hard because we share so much of our relationships with them. I understand them wanting to know what happened, but like they, I hope they can understand too, that we are also trying to like, make sure these people can still feed their families. Like we're not trying to like do any of that, but at the same time, our pain is real. And like, if we don't want to be associated with them ever again, we are allowed that healing space. And so like, just read the room, check the following list that will tell you, honestly, if you guys want tea, just go fucking look at your favorite models and see who they're not following. Fun, just a fun afternoon activity. Honestly. No, seriously, like the, we do I it all the time. Like, yeah, no, I do it all the time. I'm having a blast. Um, that <laughs> seriously, that is the truth. Like, if you want to know if something happened between one person or another, go through their Instagram following list or Twitter following list. If they're not following each other, mm-hmm. that's all you need to know. Yeah, Boom. don't put it back on them to explain it or te- like because you're you know it's that just... puts us in a weird position because it's like yep. okay I don't one I don't want to talk about this person because again I want to pretend that they aren't real I, mm-hmm. and they were a delusion of mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were a hallucination. Yeah, they were a hallucination. Um, mm-hmm. And two, like you don't want to talk negatively about people in this community. You really just True. don't because. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, no one genuinely gives a fuck. They're here to beat their meat and leave. So it's like, why am I going to waste my breath talking negatively about someone because they hurt me? That does Mm -hmm. nothing for me. Sure, it might feel good for like a moment. Mm -hmm. But then what? What does that leave you with? Nothing. Because then now you're the person talking about fucking drama. Yep. And especially like doing it on, yeah doing it on a widespread, you know, way to do it, which I feel like happens a lot is it just look, it's just a bad look, you know, it's just, it's a really bad look and you don't want to do that. And you don't want to be that person. Seriously. Like, I think there's a lot of guys who would unfollow just for that alone. Like if beyond the, like, that's just a shitty thing to do. Like we're talking business. Like they don't, they don't care about that. Like and they also don't want you to ruin their fucking favorite creators for them because maybe then it will like ruin their whole perception of them, which like, trust me, we would love to do that sometimes. But like, <laughs> you don't, you just, you don't want to do that to anyone because you can like never unsee certain things. And there's certain instances where, yes, I, I would 100% do that. And I'm talking safety issues. Like I'm talking assault issues. I absolutely mm-hmm. would put that out there. Um, but aside from that, yeah, I keep it. Yeah like what is what's the point of it like everyone has a different story to tell they have a different perspective on things yes and who am I like who am I to say that your your version of the story and what happened isn't real to you you have those feelings and that's valid but like why why would I go out of my way to mm-hmm. share that specific experience if it's not a safety issue if it's not something mm-hmm. extremely fucked up that like mm-hmm. puts other people at danger exactly why at that point you're just being fucking petty and yeah. honestly and i'll say it, you're being a bitch you're being an absolute Full bitch on. because now you're fucking with other people's bags yep. and you're creating unnecessary drama in the community and you're acting immature so immature and again like when that happens, I have to trust. And I believe like that shows that character, like that shows the type of person that is, I don't even have to say a thing, but I totally agree. And I wanted to also add on to that, that no matter what 
you could not convey to a fan or any really outside person unless you talk to them for three hours the entire dynamic because there's lore that goes back years in some mm -hmm. situations that happen and if you just tell someone one you know like an easy like one sentence thing that mm -hmm. there's that's not gonna fucking convey half of the shit that happened so don't even try if you're not gonna put out like a four-hour youtube apology video or whatever like that lately <laughs> yeah oh my god full on like we need we need like a table of contents and like yeah. to, a whole yeah a novel sometimes so it's like don't even go there if you're not gonna really give the whole the whole scoop yeah and at the end of the day who really cares yeah, who no one really fucking cares? That's your story. That's out. That be that happened between us. Yeah. Do you think this person that's here to jerk off to my toes really gives a fuck if we had a little tiff? Right. I know. Let's that's be like, fucking you know, for real. <laughs> like, you're, that's when you get out the journal, you write your letter, and you burn it. Okay. That's yeah. We all, yeah, we all do we that. We all have to like process our feelings, and I understand that, but. No, you I, know what it is? It's the what? need for public validation to make mm -hmm. them feel like, oh, okay, this is getting commented on, this is getting likes. So like, I'm in the right. I don't even have to self-reflect. That's what yeah. it is. Which like, I don't know. I feel like to to be very sure of yourself and sure of the decisions you've made, you don't need that external validation. And maybe exactly. that's- Like me, yeah, I stand by whatever I've done in the past. I fucking did that. And I don't need someone to tell me that I was in the right or the wrong because I did it yeah. and there's nothing I can do to change it now. Yeah. Sure, whatever happened may have been really fucked up, but it happened. Mm -hmm. And what it what is talking about it going to do now? Fuck exactly. with your bag. Oh, you've, you've converted four fans into hating me. <laughs> Congrats. I am a strong believer in karma. Like I yes. fully believe in it. And if I was truly in the wrong, then I will get my karma for that. Maybe yep. I'll stub my toe and all my toenails will fall off. <laughs> or if you were in the wrong, I don't know, maybe a random tree next to your house will like catch on fire randomly, you know, like shit like that. Like I am not going to waste my energy trying to change the narrative about somebody online because mm -hmm. you can look at influencers, for example, fucking James Charles, everything that came out about him. <laughs> oh my God. He's fine. He's fine. He's like Is releasing he? pallets. Yeah, he's fine. Shut he the was fuck the up. whole cancellation. Cancellations don't work. Holy online. shit. I didn't you know could he was always fine. come back. Sure, they'll bring it up, but like they're fine. He's living in LA. He's living his best life. He's driving probably like a fucking four billion Teslas. How did like, I not know this? Like, like really i hope you're so happy with changing the perspective of very few people my personality yeah. and your personality will shine through and yeah. karma will take care of the rest totally karma is like so real and when things get really hard i i lean on karma a lot and you mm -hmm. trust the truth always comes out and it really does and it's so satisfying when that does happen and you're just like you know what I took the high road and karma worked itself out like it always does. And so like the people, you know, but yeah, I, I feel like the whole thing about doing that stuff so publicly is literally just to make themselves feel better because you're right. It's like four fans. Like, is that really worth like, you know, it's they just want to get I don't know. Validation. I mean, I, under I understand that. Like, I'm the type of person like I used to and I still do. And I talked about it earlier in this like earlier in this podcast, like you know, sometimes people will make a hate comment. And I'm like, me. But I've just gotten mm -hmm. to the point in my life where I'm just like, you know what? Like, who the fuck cares? Mm -hmm. Like, 
just delete it move on like there's so many other things to worry about Mm -hmm. there's like I lean heavy on the karma too like if something's Mm -hmm. hurt my feelings you just really got to take a step back and breathe and be like you know what that fucking hurt and I need to process that but Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go and be vindictive I'm not gonna go and be vengeful I'm not gonna go and try to change the narratives and if that person that wronged you is really that shitty Mm-hmm. then they are going to do the dirty work for you. Yep. Because Literally. they will be shitty to other people too. Yep. It's so true. Yeah. So that's pretty much that. I'm trying to think of any other advice that I would have for like a new model in terms of these interpersonal things. There's a lot. Just just be careful. And, you know, I don't know if anyone, maybe I'm just naive, but just really be careful with like, wearing your heart on your sleeve because I've done that and you know just be be really cautious and observe just sit back and observe seriously because actions like I know it's such a overused phrase but actions truly do speak louder than words they do just sit back and observe and that will tell you everything you need to know about people yeah and listen to your gut for sure like if your gut it's just like telling you to go in the other direction for some reason and you can't quite place it. Don't don't worry if that makes you a bitch or if you're worried that people be like, you didn't respond to my just go in the other direction. Seriously. And like think about um you ever met somebody and everyone loves them and then you get a gut feeling and you're like, I don't like this person. And you can't put your finger on it and then maybe months, years go by and then something comes out and there and people will be like, Wow, I should have listened to you. Yep. Just do that. Like, what's what's so wrong about sitting back and waiting? Be, let's practice patience. <laughs> yes. Well, people in this industry, and that's why I think it can be a really toxic place, is because there's this, like, pressure that you're not allowed to be patient, that I messaged you to collab and you didn't respond right away. Now we have beef because you didn't respond to my text. And it's just like, no, I'm allowed to not respond to whoever I don't want to respond. I'm allowed to collab with who I don't want to collab with. And like that pressure to respond right away or make a decision right away, like abusers literally use that tactic. So you don't have a chance to fucking think. Mm -hmm. And that's why this industry can be difficult because it does move quickly. And so people masquerade that pressure to respond or collab soon. They masquerade as that when really they're fucking using abusive techniques that like, no answer now. No, no, no. Don't think answer now. We are collabing. Answer now so you can't observe how crappy I am as a person yes so So you can't stalk my my twitter and see what I've been (laughs) you know going putting on yes yeah exactly yeah do research that's a good point look at people's social media see how they treat other people go through twitter replies see what they're responding to see Mm -hmm. what sub tweets see what they're liking honestly I feel like, and that's my favorite thing to do, even when I'm talking to someone new is like like a future partner or whatever. I love going through likes because I feel like that is like deep. That's deep. deep. What you're th- that's, yep. that's like inside what people are liking. If they're liking a bunch of petty tweets about someone, mm-hmm. that's all you need to know. Is that someone because you want to work with? A retweet is too much of a like, I'm signing off on this statement. Yeah. But a like is like, like. I really sign off, but I don't want it to be public knowledge, really. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So true. Mm -hmm. We're giving away like all of all the secret sauce, but it's true. The likes reveal it all. The likes do reveal it all. And like, again, the following does too, because like, no, who hate follows? 
Okay, no one's a hate I follower. Don't. I don't hate follow either. I could well, never. Maybe I'm to making too broad of a statement, but me personally, I'm not following anyone that I despise. Everyone yeah. that I'm following, I support. We don't want um, that energy. Like, I don't want that energy in my life. Like, mm-hmm. just to so, hate follow. Yeah, so the likes and the the follows and just oh and then the friends on of that's a that's a serious um that's a serious us should i pull up mine do you remember mine i I was do you remember (laughs) no i think i have one friend it's myself no literally i was my free page no i literally like i was with you (laughs) just it's just dakota (laughs) I was with you when I opened my OnlyFans and you're like, period. <laughs> like, I'm so embarrassing. Well, Wait, I need to stop. go through. Like, let, I need to go through an ad. I have more friends than that, but. It's hard to, like, find. Um, <laughs> it's hard to, hard to like, add, add a friend on OnlyFans. Like, they make it weird, too. Wait, let me see who my friends are. Do I have any? I'm so curious. Do I have no friends? I've been meaning to go through and How add do you more know? people. How do you well, know? Well, I don't know. I went to my profile and it was there. Oh, I don't think I have any friends. Okay, well, yeah. perfect. <laughs> I'll add you so we can just be each other's outside. Um, so embarrassing. It's so funny. Do we have time to talk to uh, touch on like a similar but different topic or I'm down if you're down. Okay, I'm so down. <laughs> um <laughs> so on one side there's the models in the community, but something that is really not talked about that I think I would like to shed light on is the other side of the community that is hiding in the closet maybe which is the partners of models and um and i we touched on this in the messy episode but Mm -hmm. like for example i was kicked out of a collab because of someone's partner and Mm -hmm. so like that's one example of it but also like in my own personal experience like having really shitty partners that hate on your job um that are just like so anti-supportive um or unsupportive of like what you do and gosh like just to like kind of spill some personal tea Mm -hmm. I remember the worst collab I've ever been to was I don't I don't remember what it was but my partner at the time literally ignored me the entire time I was at this collab. And there was also a lot of drama going on at this collab. Oh and that he, yeah, he ignored me like the whole time. Um, Fucker. And so on one hand, you have unsupportive partners or you have mm-hmm. just like weirdos that are dating models. And there's a and- lot. Okay. Can I just say I'm fully, I feel so bad. I'm going to get canceled. There's a lot of freeloaders that date models. No, you're right. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm so glad you said it. Someone had to say it. So, um, it's wild. Like we really attract, and I swear, I feel like my ex husband. Like that's what he was going for. He was going for the what's it called? This the, the free stay at home husband. Yeah, the, the free content, the stay at home husband thing. Like Trophy which, husband. like yeah, no, no, totally. It's like very interesting. It happens a lot. But my issue with that is like. If they're going to do that, then like, again, stay at home moms, they have all these other responsibilities for being the stay at home mom, but stay at home husbands who are like with models, I feel like they don't actually help. They're just like annoying and they like insert themselves into (laughs) situations and like, like read the room. Like this. (laughs) Sorry. Well, to finish off my point real quick and then we can dive into yours because there's so much to unpack with yours. 
I was going to say that you never know the influence, the outside influence that these models are going through. Um, so mm-hmm. like maybe if she's like struggling to pose or she's not super active, like that could be going on behind the scenes of just like that, oh. a lot of negativity that's happening or like mm-hmm. when there's drama at collabs and someone seems like super out of it and is like on their phone the whole time. Like, I think we've said this before, but someone's always fighting with their partner at a collab like seriously like so distracting it's so distracting um but that was just kind of like just like to note that so there's always like something going on with that but i agree Mm -hmm. with you the fucking the men that are dating the the uh the The hottest bitches you've ever seen are with the guys (laughs) sorry no literally they are it's funny i how do you feel about the men in this community? Like, um, from like your experience, like other people's boyfriends that come to collabs and stuff like that. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, I the thing is, I had such a good experience early on with someone's partner, and it went really good. I felt really safe, and then like it got weird really quickly with other people's partners. Like, because I had a good experience with this other model's partner, I thought that there was like healthy boundaries and stuff. And then, yeah, like I remember one time I was doing a video with um, the guy's wife and another model and he was like, I'm so hard right now. And like, it really threw me off because like that had never happened to me before. Like, I'm sure that he's been hard, the other guy who filmed, but you don't say it. It just like made me feel really like, oh my God. Like, again, I'm trying to make guys hard. I get it. But like just in person, I was like, oh, like this is real like this is a whole Break other it thing like yes no, it's like looking directly yes. at the camera like oh my god what are, yeah what like that so, yeah because you're so focused on what you're doing and like yes in the back of your head you're like oh, this is gonna be so hot so many people are gonna come to this but mm-hmm. like you don't want to hear that because you're like whoa right now what do you mean right yeah. now <laughs> like whoa um, I think that is my main issue is it's just been the experience of like interjecting themselves into like collabs and moments and like being like you know I can I have a hug or like, can I like, can I hang out with you guys? And it's just like, you know, and that's, (laughs) I'm laughing because of one experience that we had together. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, yeah. Can I hang out with you guys? Yeah. And it's, you guys, it's just so, (laughs) no, it's It's, just, you know what it is? There's such like a feminine sacred energy when you're at a big group collab and it's all females. Like it feels like such a safe, sacred space. And I'm not saying every guy that pops by a partner is difficult, problematic, toxic, whatever, but it feels like an invasion. Maybe I have issues with guys. I don't know, but it just, that safe energy feels like it kind of changes when a male comes around. Yeah. I think like, like you said, like it's such sacral energy of just like everyone, like even if not everybody gets along, there's still like, there's a lot of just feminine energy that goes around and it feels very mm-hmm. like tight knit. It. it does it. And like, especially because it feels like you feel so connected with everybody around you. Like no wonder you mm-hmm. walk away from these collabs thinking that you're all best friends. Um, but because there is such a bonding moment that comes out of just like the nights that we're all done filming and we're all just like discussing whatever and (laughs) if a man pulls up during that doesn't matter if he's the best guy on right in the world it's like what are you doing here Mm -hmm. yeah it changes the vibes and also like yeah i don't know it just so i think that's the part that i struggle with and you know i'm not a 
I'm not like a, in my opinion, I'm not like a boy girl really creator. I don't work with other boy girl people. Like I primarily just work with myself and other girls. And so like, I am just not used to like bringing other partners in. I don't know. They just like, they want to get too involved. I am very separate. Like I use my partner for the things I need to use them for, but I run this. And sometimes with partners, like they very much run it. And it's kind of like different to experience that, you know, because like, I don't know. I, I just don't bossy women boss me around all day. I love you. But like when a bossy partner comes in and speaks over that model, that's when I'm like, no, you're not allowed. She's allowed to be bossy. You're not <laughs> like, no, literally I, I have this like same tweet where I'm like, I'm a sub for women, a dom for men. Do not get yes. it twisted because, um, yeah, I felt that too. And like, again, my first few collabs were like with only women. So the one time mm-hmm. a man was there, I was like, the vibes are off. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to handle myself. And especially too, like when that is unexpected for uh, a man yes. to come over, or even if it is expected, but like you're still like not mentally prepared for it because you're spending days just running around in the nude with like a bunch mm-hmm. of women. And then like all of a sudden you have to get like dressed and there's a man there, you know? Cause like, at least for me, like I'd want to be respectful. Like I just want to get dressed too for like my own comfort. Yeah. Too, I'm like, I don't know you. You're not allowed to see yeah. my cojones. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. um, so yeah, for, for like a man together, it's just like, I don't know how to operate. Cause like I was, I I feel like a different part of my personality just naturally comes out when it's like a room full of women because it's just like, oh my God, everyone's accepting here. I can be like my weird yeah. self. Yep. And then like when a man gets there, I'm like, I actually just became an NPC. I'm just going to stand in the corner like a fucking literally. sim and just go, hey, hey. like it's literally like I just, I That's don't know. so true. It's so true, dude. And like, I feel like that would be the advice for new models. And it's something like you do really well when you're planning a collab is you are very clear. But still, I feel like people have disrespected that. But I feel like you're very clear about saying like, no men allowed, like, no men allowed. (laughs) Yeah, I think that I think that is something that I regret, like in a past collab is that I did allow someone's partner to show up and that is one thing that I do regret as well is like I wish I just never said that I I wish I was like no mm-hmm. um nothing bad happened I just want to clarify that it's mm-hmm. just again it's the energy and I'd rather mm-hmm. keep it just the way it was like before mm-hmm. um because I get rid of vibes and then there was just <laughs> drama that like came out of like the man showing say- up that like came out of yeah. nowhere and was like so stupid and then just well- like there was expectations. So like, I think the guy was wishing we said hi, or we like ate with dinner with him and we didn't ignore him. But so again, there was expectations, which like, you know, I don't think that's fair, you know, expectations in general are shitty to have. And but to do it like with a collab full of girls, I don't know, I just it, it was I didn't enjoy that at all. The expectations. That's the drama that came out. Oh, of yeah, it. It like, but we didn't say hi. And like, I don't know, yeah. suck before that of his ass. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, because it's like you're so focused on working, and then like when he did arrive, we were all like tired, and it had been like a long day of filming. I'm pretty sure it was like the mm-hmm. last day, too. So we're like, mm-hmm. we're like thinking about what we have to do when we go, we go home, we're thinking yes. about when we're uploading shit. So we're like so out of it, drained. It was so all exhausting. the house had no fucking AC, it was in the middle of oh, summer, yes. like. So we the whole place was just ugh. so then yeah. after all that to like have to mask and be nice to a man literally like that Absolutely that was not. the thing 
That was the thing. I think we were expected to be like, hi, welcome. Like, you know, and it's oh, yeah, like, this welcome isn't... to our Airbnb that we've been staying at. Um, yeah. But we're not, we're, like, we're not just for that. Like, that's not what we're here for. And not. I don't think people understand at a collab, we struggle to text back our own fucking partner. <laughs> like, it's, we can't even barely have the energy to do that or it's too busy. And then so especially like, yeah, random dude showing up. It's like, no. And yeah. So um, definitely be clear about that expectation for new models. Yeah. Or maybe just like go hide in the bathroom until they leave. I don't know. I think that's well, what I'm I did. Again. But that's what I got. That's the drama that happened is that we didn't say hi. So like, even if you hide, I feel like shit might happen. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend you've got like explosive diarrhea or something. Um, honestly, yeah. And I'm not like, I don't want to hate on all men. I'm sure there's some super respectful ones that don't go into like, expecting like a hello i don't know i think my freaking partner literally had to drop something off at the same collab and i was like just drop it down to the door and he was like no i'm not coming up to the door like and i said he could just drop it off and like literally there there's a lot of respectful guys i'm not i don't want a blanket statement um yeah maybe like uh, psa for the partners of sex workers like read the room fully and like I almost said that (laughs) like fully read the fucking room if people are tired like don't don't make it don't walk into a situation um like uh having any expectations or like I know it sounds stupid but like I it was on the tip of my tongue and I completely forgot it just know that like we are tired and Mm -hmm. we are hyper focused on what we need to do Mm-hmm. And don't take it personally, like how mm-hmm. we treat you, like unless we're being like actual bitch, and like I don't know, we like kick you as soon as you walk in or something, like obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, if we're just super drained and not like you know our enthusiastic selves, like just don't take that personally. Like, like how narcissistic can you be? It reminds me, you know, those guys who are like, you know, walking down the street and they're like, you'd be so much prettier if you smiled. It's like giving that energy where it's like just because I'm not being hyper um feminine and excited right now and like performing for you that doesn't mean shit's happening like it's really it actually really pisses me off like now that we're talking about it again to be like how narcissistic of is it of you to come into that place you were invited that is a sacred energy that again you were not invited and to expect a performative i don't know fucking yeah sucking the farts out of your ass and then to make that a drama afterwards like i sorry no it is it was really annoying too because it's like okay I've got my I've got so many things on my mental checklist to complete and now I have to deal with like soothing your fucking ego because I didn't say hi to you yes yes soothing the ego that's it yeah that's what it was oh my fucking god I don't think I've ever walked into a room be like oh my god they didn't say hi to me like oh my god who the fuck do you think you are the president are you Nicki Minaj like shut up yeah. And like the worst part too is like that guy, I feel like he's very like, I think the word is like performative feminism. Like he acts like he's such like a feminist and like all this stuff. But like in that situation, he was not at all respecting how we felt. He was judging that we weren't, you know, fought. like, did he really expect us to just like, ah! like everyone to like tackle him? Like no one even knew, like, it's just so bizarre. And so like, I feel like if you truly want to support women, you need to meet them where they are. And women aren't always going to be smiley, happy, bubbly, honestly excited to see you at all. Like that's fair too. Like we are able to be a full spectrum of who we are. I'm pretty sure everyone at that collab had their own partners too. So it's like, why, like, why would we give you any, I don't know. Like when I have a partner, I'm not like, oh my God, there's a man here. Like, oh, like I'm not, 
chasing yes. that high of like a male validation like especially like i just who cares like who yeah cares? exactly well and also i wasn't happy to see him like given everything that happened before he even like came yeah. in the house like do you remember when i yeah i don't even want to yeah. say that shit the, what he said to me i don't remember the specific there's all these weird vibes so like why would i want to say hi yeah. to you yeah. I don't owe you a hello. I don't owe you shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. I so paid for the Airbnb. Go. Yeah. To have that expectation, I feel like, is super – it's just bizarre. And then to make it a drama afterwards. Like, no one said hi to me. Are we seven years old? Like, really? Well, like, no. The thing is, like, don't do things for people if you're doing it expecting something out of it. Then it's not That's actually it. a gift. It's not actually yes. a fucking gift because you're expecting something out of it. 100,000%. Like, he did something. He brought us dinner. Oh, fuck it. We're already talking about it. He brought us dinner, and it was, like, a big thing. And I thought the dinner was just going to be dropped off. I think we all thought that. Here's the food. I'm out. Like, no. He wanted us to be like, thank you. Like, oh, my God. Thank like, you. <laughs> like, we 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 would have been had no food starving without, oh like, God. we were going to eat crumbs off the ground. If you didn't. Yes. Bitch, we all have DoorDash on our phone. Like, thanks. And, but it's, like, yeah. I, I appreciate the meal. I'm fucking tired. I haven't ate all day. Okay, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking say here. Oh, like, thank you, thank you. And everyone said thank you. Like everyone, everyone did, did say, say thank you. you. Like it wasn't like we were being rude. We just again, we're not like. I don't even know. I don't even know the expectation there. I, the expectation is that we all sat with him and like told him like whatever. Oh my god, we just got. Like, like, he was our best friend. Like yeah, he and it's to like be, no, yeah. and it's again, if you were expecting something more out of it and made a drama whatever like then that wasn't you didn't do that out of the kindness of your heart if you had a problem with how we dealt with it right because we said totally. thank you we all said thank you we all sat there and ate the food and that's the biggest compliment to the chef is that you fuck it finish your plate and we did <laughs> for real so it's that so should have been compliment enough now get the fuck out and why are you here yeah. still leave yeah yeah it's definitely giving with um yeah with strings attached the strings attached were attention or whatever else which again i agree with you about the partner thing like usually and there's another man that comes around i go in the opposite direction of that because i'm i'm not interested i don't care in this case he had chicken so i'm like cool i'm excited for chicken thank you and i sat down and ate that's all but it wasn't no. enough because i didn't tackle him i guess and like give him a stuffed animal and say, I love you so much. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't, but I don't know what we were supposed to do more because we literally, I vividly remember saying thank you. And like, I'm pretty sure I talked to him just like a little bit, be like, Oh, thank mm -hmm. you so much. Like, what is this? Like I was asking about the food. Like mm -hmm. if that doesn't show that like, I'm interested in what you brought and like that I do care yeah. to some extent, like what the fuck else was I supposed to do? Why is this a drama? Why is this sh anything at all like just fucking i'm not gonna stroke your fucking ego because you brought food matter of fact take it all home throw it away i don't care literally i, I, I can have little caesars here in 10 minutes okay yeah i can have little caesars here in 10 minutes and it'll probably taste better than your fucking dry ass chicken anyways i don't remember if the food was it was good, bad actually. it was it was not, it, i didn't enjoy it Oh my Especially god. Especially cuz it came with strings. Yeah, it really does affect any gift, I feel like any gift, any any like thing that you give someone if you have strings, it just like takes takes it out of it. But that is one situation where it's it was really difficult because yeah, I just don't think you should be butting into those types of situations like a collab where literally on the Google Doc, no man allowed in caps. I mean, no partners allowed. It could not be more clear. Yeah. Yeah. So be aware that also like people, people are very good at finding ways to just be like, oh no, he'll just be dropping off dinner. 
that's it. They're just, they, there's always people who are going to like push against that. And so like, again, my, it was my mistake as well, like to not call that out. Cause I was helping you plan that. And so I take full accountability as well. And for a new I mean, model. Yeah. Yeah. I think I messed up with not getting the full details of like what was going to happen in that exchange. Cause again, like I, I don't know, it was a while ago. So from what I remember, and I could be misremembering it, who knows, mm -hmm. is that he was just going to come drop off dinner and leave. And that is not what happened. And, and to that, I do apologize to any model that was uncomfortable with that because mm -hmm. I was uncomfortable with that. And I didn't speak right. up. Right. Yeah. That was what it was like pitched as was just a drop off, which is why it was so frustrating that like, he lingered. He was trying to chat us up and we, you know, didn't. Then there was drama for that, that we were being so rude to him and he fed us. And it's like, we didn't, we didn't. ask him to feed us. Yeah. It was an offer before the collab was even like finalized is, oh, he'll make us dinner on the last day. And we were like, oh, that would be amazing. Like, thank you. And then mm -hmm. that was... I thought that was going to be it. I don't know. Maybe this is a weird situation that hopefully no one else has to go through. I mean, it happened to uh, me twice. So this exact same thing. It did. So yes. At same the first person? collab. Yeah. The same person. Guys <laughs> weren't allowed. And then he was like, oh, but I guess I'm, I'm allowed. Good burp, by the way. Sorry. Thank you. That was a really good one. Um, yeah. It what? happens. Oh, gosh. I don't even know. See, and this is like, this is like too much of a headache for me. This is too much this is too much this is why i don't want to work with anyone like this is why i'm like i'm just gonna work with whoever because like why are we why it's you so know exciting. it's just like why that's it that's the question because it's just like why are we going out of our way and why is this even a thing why is this why is this now something we have to like fully discuss why is this anything when it nice um <laughs> when it could have it could have just I could have just worked with you and like a few other models that I know and trust so deeply that I know no stupid drama would come out of it. Like this right. is why I don't want to work with anyone now. I know it's hard. It really is. And it's a risk. Every time you collab with someone, it can go amazing and it can be really difficult. And so collabs are amazing for, to grow your business and to grow your knowledge. Um, but definitely be aware that things can happen and, you know, protect yourself, read the fine print, so to speak. And if something feels wrong or if something, say it, even if you feel like it's as small as, well, he's just dropping off the food. Like, no, you said no men. That should be where it ends. That's where, and people who press a boundary that small, they're doing it so they can see also if they can press a bigger boundary later. And so cut not to victim blame at all. I'm just saying you're allowed to call that out. Even if it feels small to you, you're allowed to call it out right away. I'm so sorry. I know you just Twitch streamed, so I'm sure you're exhausted. No, um, I think... Yeah, uh, that is another PSA to models. Like, even if it feels small to you and you can sweep it under the rug, like, speak up for yourself. And that mm -hmm. is just something I wish to to that I did sooner. It's just like if you feel mm -hmm. uncomfortable, say something. Just yeah. say something. Like, what's the worst? Oh, now everyone knows you're uncomfortable. Cool. Yeah, what's the good. worst that can happen out of that? <laughs> Yeah. You shouldn't be having to sweep anything under the rug. Your comfortability, um, your, yeah, your comfortability for sure. Yeah. It's your life. Make it as comfortable for you as possible. Yeah. And safe. And there's nothing wrong with having that boundary of not wanting men at a collab. There's nothing weak or stupid about that. And I've also heard that being made into a thing of like, that's so immature. And I just want to reiterate, like, no boundary is immature. No boundary is stupid or small or whatever the fuck people make it into. Like, 
your boundaries are yours. And if anyone makes you feel like they're anything other than like beautiful boundaries, mm-hmm. run for the hills. Yeah. And if someone can't work with you based off your boundaries, then they're not, you're not meant to work with them anyways. Seriously. And like you'll find some, there's so many sex workers out there. You will find somebody that is okay with your boundaries that will respect you and listen to you when you're uncomfortable and make yeah. it a safe space to speak up. Yes. 100%. I've so like never understood yeah. that. So I've don't feel like why... you have to work with somebody seriously exactly that's a mistake i made too is i felt like i had to work with them or certain people just because like i didn't understand how vast the the social the sex work community was Mm -hmm. that breaks my heart but i understand like the pressure there but i've never understood that way people are like like if someone does more stuff than you for say but they don't want to work with you because you don't do all the crazy stuff they do it's like you can how about you just do like you can calm down and just do like a joi with me like i don't know mm-hmm. but there people are very like yeah i don't know i don't i don't even know yeah I've, I've run into that oh i don't work with you because i don't want to work with you because you don't do nudity do nudity okay. yeah yeah okay bye you know what that tells me you're not very creative if you can't think of one video without nudity yeah. to do with me yeah babe <laughs> i've been doing this for four years i guess i'm just really fucking creative because i'm fine and i yep you know what does that say yeah. Um, and if anything, you could learn something from me, you know, like, yes. again, like, why would I ever pass yeah. up an opportunity to learn from somebody? So that's it's just so not your true. cup of tea. And that's okay. Yeah, it's so true. You really do teach me so much. And so I appreciate you so much. And thank you for, um, yeah, listening to this episode. I hope <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed what it. Was this? <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate you too. <laughs> I think it was a good episode. I think it was fun. I feel, I feel lighter. I feel happy. Me too. And hopefully this was educational or someone, anyone took something away from this that they can apply to their own personal lives, even if they're not in the sex work industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Yay. I'm happy. Me too. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week. Okay. Bye. <laughs> that was so